Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of the Update Podcast, and hopefully you're enjoying your weekend. We have been banished from new episodes until Monday, but much like celebrity Jeff hoaxes, we will be popping up intermittently until then. While you can still hear new episodes of the Update every weekday, on weekends we will be looking into our archives from the past three years. In the past three years, we've covered a lot, both good and bad. Now, I don't want anybody to panic, because uh, while I might sound a little bit differently in our archived episodes, just with really better microphone quality and occasional co-hosts, know that we'll be back to new episodes on Monday. So again, enjoy the rest of your weekend. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You don't have any more of your weekend. (laughs) We'll see you on Monday, and in the words of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hoping that your news is good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Enjoy our archived episodes all weekend. Good luck. Be safe. Please be well, take care of each other, and we'll see you back here for a new episode of The Update on Monday. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good morning. Developing news in Brooklyn. There was an out-of-control car that crashed into a building in the Midwood section, collapsing it into a heap of rubble. It happened on Avenue P just before 1130 last night. We'll have the latest details from the scene. A defense attorney says that former Goldman Sachs executive Roger Ning will fight to the bitter end against the money laundering and corruption charges he faces after being extradited from Malaysia. Police in Queens are calling a three-year-old girl's death a homicide. Well, no accident. She was found in a burning car and a man was taken into custody. Best well wishes go out to Mets announcer Ron Darling as he says he has thyroid cancer and hopes to return to SNY's broadcast booth in about a month. Meanwhile, the Yankees pounced on CC on Felix Hernandez, building a big cushion for CC Sabathia in a showdown of acclaimed veterans, while pumped up rookie Chris Paddock struck out a career high eleven to outduel National League Cy Young Award winner Jacob deGrom in a victory against the Mets. In Washington, the tax battle is officially beginning as Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin made it official. The administration won't be turning President Trump's tax returns over to the Democratic-controlled House of Representatives. And summer is almost here, and that means new flavors. Krispy Kreme is celebrating it with three new fruit-inspired donuts. Starting May 6th, the chain will sell key lime, strawberry, and pineapple donuts. This is the update, Tuesday, May the 7th. 2019. From WKRB's World Headquarters in New York, this is the update with Brandon Julian. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the update on a Tuesday morning. 
Uh, it's a bit cloudy looking out there, but at least it's not raining as of yet. Uh, I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we have a lot of news to get to this morning. Uh, we will begin with a developing story in the Midwood section of Brooklyn, where an out-of-control car crashed into a building, and causing it to collapse into a heap of rubble. According to WABC, the driver slammed into the building on Avenue P just before 11.30 last night. The vehicle crashed all the way into a vacant business, undermining the stability of the two-story corner building. Uh, the 20-year-old driver from Brooklyn got out of the rental car, and police said that he tried to run away on foot, but was quickly captured a short time later. He was taken to Lutheran Hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. He's also being held on suspicion of driving under the influence and leaving the scene of an accident. Speed is also believed to be a factor in this crash. Five residents who lived in the building's second floor were not home at the time of the collapse. Both their building, 496 Avenue P., and the adjacent 494 Avenue P were evacuated. The occupants from 492 Avenue P, however, were allowed to re-enter. Uh, Avenue P was closed from East 4th Street to Ocean Parkway, and East 5th Street was closed from Avenue P to Quinton Road. This information is coming from WABC. We'll give you a recap of this developing story at around 10 o'clock this morning. Our other top local story is that a defense attorney saying that former Goldman Sachs executive Roger Ning will fight until the bitter end the money laundering and corruption charges he now faces after being extradited from Malaysia. Defense attorney Mark Agnafilo told reporters yesterday that he's pleased Ning arrived safely in the United States and is no longer in the jail that he was in in Malaysia. Ning walked out of Brooklyn Federal Court after posting a $1 million cash bail and pleading not guilty to paying bribes to government officials in Malaysia and Abu Dhabi. Federal prosecutors say he also violated the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act by circumventing Goldman's internal accounting controls. Ning had been in custody since his November arrest in Malaysia. His release calls for home confinement and electronic monitoring. Delhi Kirby News Time is now 9.33. On to some of the other news of this Tuesday. And President Trump's ex-lawyer and fixer, Michael Cohen, arrived at an upstate New York prison to start a three-year sentence for crimes, including campaign finance violations, related to hush money payments made on Trump's behalf. A vehicle carrying Cohen arrived at around 11.30 yesterday morning at the federal prison in Otisville, about 70 miles northwest of New York City. While leaving his Manhattan apartment earlier, he paused briefly and spoke to a media throng. Cohen said he looks forward to the day when he can share the truth. Cohen condemned the xenophobia, injustice, and lies at the helm of our country. 
In Queens now, police are now calling a three-year-old's death a homicide. It wasn't an accident. After she was found in a burning car and a man was taken into custody. The NYPD identified the girl yesterday as Zoe Perea, Perea of Queens. She died on Sunday at a hospital after police found her critically injured in a blazing car at a Queens intersection. Officers then discovered a 39-year-old man covered in burns in a nearby park. He is in custody now and is also hospitalized. No charges have been filed so far in this case. Medical examiners are working to determine the girl's cause of death, and police are investigating the circumstances of her death. WKRB News Time is now 935. The second span of the new Kosciuszko Bridge between Brooklyn and Queens will be open to traffic in September. Governor Cuomo announced the end date yesterday during a visit to the work site. He says the project will be wrapped up on budget and four years ahead of initial estimates. When the second westbound span opens later this year, the completed bridge will feature five Queensbound traffic lanes and four Brooklyn-bound lanes, as well as a 20-foot-wide pedestrian and bicycle pathway. It's expected to handle 200,000 drivers per day. The $873 million project is the first major bridge built in New York City since the Verrazano-Narrows Bridge in 1964. The original Kosciuszko Bridge opened in 1939. WKRB News Time is now 9.36. In Manhattan federal courts, a jury has now begun deliberating in the trial of a once-aspiring business manager for NBA players and another man who's accused of bribing assistant college basketball coaches. Deliberations began yesterday after jurors heard closing arguments by lawyers for Christian Dawkins and youth basketball coach Merrill Code. Uh, the jury ended the day without reaching a verdict. Uh, deliberations are set to begin again later this morning. The two men deny paying off coaches for major programs to get help landing NBA-bound players as clients. Dawkins testified that it wouldn't make sense to bribe coaches because they have little influence over players' decisions about agents and business managers. Prosecutors, however, say the men were caught in an FBI sting paying coaches thousands of dollars, and the evidence included images from 2017 of Dawkins handing the coaches envelopes that were stuffed with cash. Meanwhile, this morning, last night, was the Met Gala. And inside the Met Gala, high-wattage guests sipped on cocktails, ate canopies, and tried to out-camp each other. The theme of the gala was camp, and many said they didn't know exactly what that was. But they gave it their all nonetheless. Uh, some of the night's camp winners, a strip-teasing Lady Gaga, Katy Perry becoming a chandelier and then a cheeseburger, and Joan Collins channeling her dynasty character.
to Long Island we go this morning out of Dix Hills. Or police there say a driver used a dummy tactic to try to take advantage of a carpool lane. Suffolk County police say that something about the front seat passenger in a Saturn sedan raised Highway Patrol Officer Andrew Spinas' suspicions yesterday on the Long Island Expressway in Dix Hills. Spina pulled the car over and found that the passenger, in quotes, was actually a mannequin dolled up in a sweatshirt, jeans, baseball cap, and sunglasses. Uh, the 34-year-old driver was ticketed for carpool lane violations. And you see, similar cases have happened from time to time on the LIE and elsewhere, with police saying that drivers deployed phony passengers ranging from mannequins to teddy bears. Back in September of 2016, a Seattle-area driver was even ticketed for carpooling with a cardboard cutout of then-Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump. WKRB News Time is now 9.39. To the state capitol in Albany we go now. With the names of more than 60 law enforcement officers are being added to the New York State Memorial honoring fallen officers. 63 names will be unveiled during today's annual ceremony at the State of New York Police Officers Memorial in the Empire State Plaza in downtown Albany. It's the largest single group of names to be added to the Granite Memorial since it was dedicated in 1989. The names of the 54 men and nine women added to the wall are divided into three categories. Line of duty deaths in 2018, a death that occurred decades ago, and ground zero related illness, illness deaths. This year, the latter category includes the names of 59 officers who died after conducting search and recovery work at the World Trade Center after the 9-11 attacks. And finally this morning, as the number of reported measles cases continues to rise, members of several physicians groups have joined county health officials in calling on New York State to only allow medical exemptions for vaccines. Representatives from more than two dozen medical organizations and county health officials from across the state held a news conference yesterday in Albany to support legislation that would eliminate religious exemptions for vaccines. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reports that 764 cases have been reported so far this year, making it the biggest measles outbreak breakout since 1994. Most have been reported here in the state where health officials say the majority of the cases have occurred in Orthodox Jewish communities in New York City and in nearby Rockland County. Uh, state and city health officials have confirmed 675 cases. WKRB News Time now 942. We still have a lot more to cover. On the update this Tuesday morning, uh, it's uh, The clouds are hanging tough a little bit, but the blue sky is starting to break out a little bit. We should have a pretty uh, decent afternoon, and we only have 
scattered delays on the subways. Your traffic and weather together is coming up next. And then we're going to talk some sports this morning, including how best wishes are going out to Mets announcer Ron Darling. He says that he has thyroid cancer. The Yankees pounced on Felix Hernandez in a showdown of acclaimed veterans, while a rookie struck out a career-high 11 to outduel Jacob deGrom in San Diego. It's all coming up in just one minute. This is the update with Braden Julian on a Tuesday morning here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, What? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. WKRB News, time now 944. Let's get you started with a check of uh, the local subways this morning. Your southbound uh, A trains, they're running at some slower speeds right now because of an a signal problem near West 4th Street, Washington Square. So it just allows a bit additional travel time. Also, your Staten Island Railway trains, they have midday planned work. For more in-depth information, you can check your a customer information center at your local subway station under weekday work. Or you can visit mta.info. They have all the information up there as well. All the other subways uh, that do not have planned work on them are running on or close to schedule. Uh, Let's go over to the roadways now briefly. Uh, We'll start in Manhattan this time. We have that ongoing road construction that takes out two lanes between 59th Street and 57th Street. Uh, You have delays backing you up to uh, 70th Street. Uh, Stop and go traffic delays currently stand at about five minutes right now. And on the West Side Highway going southbound, we have a disabled vehicle. Takes out the right lane over at exit 10 at 79th Street. You're back up all the way to 125th Street over at exit number 12. Uh, alternate side parking and uh, meter rules, they are in effect today. And uh, garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take a first look right now at our exclusive uh, WKRB forecast. Been outside this morning. Uh, You may know it started a bit dreary. Uh, We had lots of clouds, but uh, the sunshine is starting to break through. And we should actually have a pretty decent afternoon on top with somewhat May-like temperatures. 
Uh, for this afternoon, we'll have a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly after 5 o'clock this evening. Otherwise, partly sunny skies, highs around 72. And then for tonight, we'll have another chance of showers and thunderstorms. Otherwise, mostly cloudy, lows around 53. Currently outside right now, it's 58 degrees and cloudy. Humidity is at 66%. Winds are currently calm. 58 degrees. We're going up to around 72 this afternoon. WKRB News Time is now 946. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. Uh, let's begin up in the Bronx. Uh, the Yankees, they pounced on Felix Hernandez, building a big cushion for CC Sabathia in a showdown of acclaimed veterans as the Yankees beat the Mariners 7-3. Luke Voigt, Brett Gardner, and Thiaro Estrada uh, homered after after uh, Sabathia off Hernandez while uh, the Yankees gave Sabathia a 6 to nothing lead after uh, just two innings of work. Uh, uh, Domingo Herman and uh, D. Gordon also homered off Sabathia. Uh, but the oversized lefty limited Seattle to just three runs uh, over five innings of work. On uh, In the West Coast, out in uh, San Diego, uh, a pumped-up rookie Chris Paddock struck out a career-high 11 to outdoel National League signing award winner Jacob deGrom uh, and Hunter Renthrow homer for the Padres in a 4 to nothing win against the Mets. Uh, Paddock was impressive in his sixth big league start. He allowed just four singles over seven and two-thirds innings. Uh, sticking with the, uh, the Mets uh, for a moment, uh, with starters Steven Matz and Jason Vargas ailing, uh, the Mets made a flurry of moves uh, to replenish their banged-up pitching staff. Uh, the team obtained right-hander Wilmer Fond from Tampa Bay for a player to be named later, or Cash. Uh, hours later, the Mets placed Vargas on the 10-day injured list with a left hamstring injury and recalled right-hander Corey Oswald from AAA Syracuse. Uh, the Mets also activated lefty reliever Justin Wilson from the IL and optioned righty Tim Peterson back to Syracuse. Uh, it, finally, this morning, uh, Mets announcer Ron Darling says that he has thyroid cancer and hopes to return to SNY's broadcast booth in about a month. Uh, Darling issued a statement April 13th saying he planned to have surgery to remove a large mass from his chest and hope to return to work in May. Uh, in a news statement, Darling says that he w- says that after the removal of the mass and additional tests, the thyroid cancer diagnosis was made. Uh, the right-hander was 136 at a, and 116 from 1983 to 1995 and helped the Mets win the 90, 1986 World Series. In terms of today's action, uh, the Yankees, they're on the face of the Mariners tonight at 6.35. Matsuhiro Tanaka gets the ball for the Yankees. Uh, Marco Gonzalez goes for Seattle. And the Mets, they're in San Diego to face the Padres tonight at 10.10. Noah Syndergaard gets the ball for the Mets. Kyle Cantrill goes for the Padres. WKRB News time now 9.50. Uh, when we come back on the update this morning... It'll be time to talk about our weirder but true stories. Uh, Officials are saying that a woman pulled a small alligator from her pants.
uh, during a uh, during a traffic stop. And firefighters have also rescued eight ducklings from a drain on the university camp. And then we'll talk about what happened on this day in history. That's coming up in just one minute. Uh, this is the update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday morning uh, here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up. Just like that. Giving up on what? I'm getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. Right, which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Paging common sense. Paging common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back uh, to the update with Brandon Julian here. Uh, 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. You might want to for, uh, forgive some acting a bit tense. Uh, for some reason, the fire alarm is activating on the campus, but it's not uh, blaring as it should be. So we may be subject to going to break literally at any given moment. So if you hear just a whole bunch of uh, PSAs playing, uh, just don't be alarmed. We stepped out of the building to do a routine to do re- routine testing of the fire alarm, so uh, there's nothing, should be nothing to worry about. At least that's what, at least that's what we uh, think. Uh, we'll give you details in our exclusive WKB forecast coming up in our next half hour. Uh, our WKB news time right now is uh, 9.53. Uh, while we have time, it is time, though, to talk about the weird but true stories we have this Tuesday. Uh, And for that, we begin in Punta Gorda, Florida, where sheriff's officials there say a woman pulled out, pulled a small alligator from her yoga pants during a traffic stop. Uh, The Charlotte County Sheriff's deputy uh, stopped a pickup truck yesterday afternoon after it ran a stop sign and 22-year-old driver Michael Clemens told him he and his 25-year-old passenger Michael LeSean LeQueer were collecting frogs and snakes under an overpass. He gave the deputy permission to search bags in the truck. Uh, When the deputy uh, found 41 three-striped turtles in the woman's backpack, she asked if she had uh, anything else. Uh, She pulled a one-foot gator from her yoga pants. 
Uh, Charlotte uh, County of Charlotte County Sheriff's officials suggested an explanation an explanation on Twitter uh, for the incident. Uh, quote, not to be outdone by floor hashtag Florida man, a hashtag Florida woman pulled an alligator out of her pants. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission took over the investigation. This is why, people, you should not ask, especially if you're an officer, you should not be asking uh, such uh, leading questions. Uh, anyway, uh, finally this morning, uh, in Stores, Connecticut, uh, firefighters have rescued eight ducklings from a storm dray on the University of Connecticut campus. Uh, the school says that bystanders were walking near the chemistry building. Called the fire department after noticing a mother duck and two ducklings crying outside the drain on Sunday evening. The school says a firefighter attached a safety rope, used a ladder to reach six of the eight ducklings and bring them out. Uh, the other two had made their way down a drain pipe. Crews lured those two out using a cord attached to a small dish filled with Rice Krispies. The school says the duck family was reunited and has returned to a nearby lake. It's nice that these uh, ducklings can be uh, reunited with their family. WKRB News Time now 9.55. Uh, let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this uh, May the 6th. Excuse me, May the 7th, I should say. The highlight of this day came in 1945 when Germany signed an unconditional surrender at Allied headquarters in Reims, France, ending its role in World War II. In 1763, Pontiac, chief of the Ottawa Indians, attempted to lead a sneak attack on British-held Fort Detroit, but was foiled because the British had been tipped off in advance. In 1789, America's first inaugural ball was held in New York in honor of President George Washington, who had taken the oath of office a week earlier. In 1915, a German U-boat torpedoed and sank the British liner RMS Lithuania off the southern coast of Ireland, killing nearly 1,200 people, including 128 Americans of the nearly 2,000 on board. In 1939, Germany and Italy announced a military and political alliance known as the Rome-Berlin Axis. In 1945, the 1944 Pulitzer Prizes were awarded. Uh, winners included John Hersey for his novel A Bell for Adano, Mary Chase for her play Harvey, and Associated Press photographer Joe Rosenthal for his picture of the Iwo Jima flag raising. In 1954, uh, the 55-day Battle of Dien Bien Phu in Vietnam ended with Vietnamese insurgents overrunning French forces. Uh, in 1963, the United States launched the Telestar 2 communications satellite. In 1975, President Gerald R. Ford formally declared an end to the Vietnam era in Ho Chi Minh City, formerly known as Saigon, the Viet Cong celebrated its takeover. In 1984, a $180 million out-of-court settlement was announced in uh, the Agent Orange class action suit brought by Vietnam veterans who said that they had been injured by exposure to the defoliant. 
1992, the latest addition to America's space shuttle fleet, Endeavour, went on its first flight. In 1998, the parent company of Mercedes-Benz agreed to buy Chrysler Corporation for more than $37 billion. Also, Londoners voted overwhelmingly to elect their own mayor for the first time in history. Uh, In May 2000, Ken Livingstone was elected. And in 2004, Army Private Lindy England, shown in photographs smiling and pointing at naked Iraqi prisoners, was charged by the military with assaulting the detainees and conspiring to mistreat them. Uh, England was later convicted of conspiracy, mistreating detainees and committing an indecent act, and sentenced to 36 months. Uh, She served half of that term. WKRB News Time now, 9.59. We still have a lot more to cover on the update on our next half hour. And we come back, we'll give you a recap of the developing story. An out-of-control car crashes into a building in Brooklyn, collapsing it into a heap of rubble. We'll give you the latest details. We'll also give you another check of your traffic and weather together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news that's happening there. Later on, we'll talk national news, including the text battle is beginning as uh, Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin made it official. The administration won't be turning President Trump's tax returns over to the Democratic-controlled House of Representatives. And in our honorable mention today, the new flavors of summer are almost here. Krispy Kreme is going to be celebrating summer with three new fruit-inspired donuts. The chain will sell key lime, strawberry, and pineapple donuts. It's all coming up in our next half hour. Uh, We pause 10 seconds right now for our station to identify itself. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday morning here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. to Bay Ridge, Flatbush to Ken RC, Midwood to the Rockaways. We are 90.3 FM, WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Would you like to feel romantic with Johnny Mathis? Isn't it romantic? Music in the night. A dream that can be heard. Or maybe swing with Sinatra. Adjust the way you look tonight. Or perhaps your choice is listening to today's top cabaret stories. Life is a cabaret, old chum. Come to the cabaret. It all happens every Sunday at 7 p.m. With me, Ron Foreman, on WKRB 90.3 FM. Great songs, great singers, and so very much more. WKRB. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. 
That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, Good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You're listening to Brooklyn's best rhythmic station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. And good morning again, everyone. Welcome back to the update on a Tuesday morning. Clouds are starting, sunshine, I should say, starting to break out. In front of the clouds, I'm Brandy Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. Let's get you a recap of our top story this morning. Uh, An out-of-control car crashed into a building in the Midwood section of Brooklyn, collapsing it into a heap of rubble. According to WABC, the driver slammed into the building on Avenue P just before 1130 last night. The vehicle crashed all the way into a vacant business, undermining the stability of the two-story corner building. The 20-year-old driver from Brooklyn got out of the rental car, and police say that he tried to run away on foot, but was captured a short time later. Uh, He was taken to Lutheran Hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. He's also being held on suspicion of driving under the influence and leaving the scene of an accident. Speed is believed to be a factor in this crash. Five residents who lived in the building's second floor were not home at the time of the collapse. Both their building, 496 Avenue P, and the adjacent 494 Avenue P, were evacuated. The occupants from 492 Avenue P, however, were allowed to reenter. Avenue P was closed from East 4th Street to Ocean Parkway, and East 5th Street was closed from Avenue P to Quinton Road during the time of this accident. Uh, That is our top story on the update this uh, Tuesday. Uh, Let's get you around the city in the tail end of the morning rush. Uh, WKRB News Time is now 10.05. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you started again with a check of the uh, local subways. Uh, Your southbound uh, A trains, they're still running uh, with at slower speeds because of an ongoing signal issue uh, over at West 4th Street. So you might want to allow some additional uh, travel time. Also, your Jamaica Center-bound J trains, uh, they're running at slower speeds near Myrtle Avenue, while they install electrical wiring near that area. So lots of additional travel time there. Also now, your 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 trains and the Staten Island Railway, they have midday planned work on them. Uh, for more in-depth information, you can check your customer information center at your local subway station under weekday work 
Or you can visit mta.info. They have all the information up there as well. Uh, all the other subways that do not have planned work on them are running on or close to schedule. Uh, let's go over, uh, actually, alternate side parking and meter rules. They are in effect today and garbage and recycling is on schedule. What I meant to say is let's take another look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. Been outside this morning. You know that uh, the sunshine starting to break out a little bit in front of the clouds. Uh, but uh, we have rain chances for tonight. Actually, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. And it's really going to be another tale of up and down temperatures. We just have not been able to get into consistent spring warmth. And this week is definitely no exception. Uh, For today, this afternoon, we'll have a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly in the evening. Uh, Otherwise, partly sunny, highs around 72 degrees. Tonight, we'll have a chance of showers and thunderstorms again. Otherwise, mostly cloudy, lows around 53 Tomorrow for your Wednesday, will have partly sunny skies, highs around 66. Wednesday night, will have mostly cloudy skies, lows around 51. And then on Thursday, we'll have another chance of light rain, mainly in the afternoon. Otherwise, mostly cloudy, highs around 60. Currently outside right now, it is 58 degrees and cloudy. Humidity is at 66%. Winds are currently calm. 58 degrees. We're going up to around 72 uh, this afternoon. WKRB News Time now, 10.07. Uh, let's talk some business news briefly on this Tuesday. Uh, global stocks were mixed in the early going after Beijing said its economy czar will go to Washington for trade talks, uh, despite President Trump's threat to escalate their tariff war. Uh, benchmarks in London and Tokyo declined, while Shanghai, Hong Kong, and Sydney rose. Wall Street was expected to open lower today with the Dow and S&P futures each down a third of a percent. Take a look at the numbers right now. The Dow, all the markets are down over 1%. Opening bell rang over a half hour ago. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 321 points to uh, 26,116. The S&P 500 is down 36 points. And the NASDAQ is down 104 points. In Washington, U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer says that the higher tariffs on China that President Trump threatened over the weekend will take effect at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday. Lighthizer adds that trade negotiations with the Chinese will resume on Thursday in Washington. In a briefing with reporters, Lighthizer accused Beijing of, quote, raining on prior commitments after 10 rounds of high-stakes negotiations over China's aggressive drive to supplant American technological dominance. And finally this morning, an Amazon Go store that's opening in the city today will be the first such store to accept cash. Amazon had launched its high-tech Go convenience store a year ago, Shoppers enter the store with an app that links to a credit card or an Amazon account, pull items off the shelf, and walk out. But the company faced backlash from critics who said that cashless stores discriminate against the poor. The new store gives the customer the option of paying with cash, credit card, or Amazon account. 
WKRB News Time now, 1010. When we come back on the update this morning, it'll be time to talk some national news. And we will lead off with a new tax battle beginning. And that's because Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin says that the administration won't be turning over President Trump's tax returns over to the House of Representatives. We'll lead off with that in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday morning here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no, what are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB update. Welcome back to the update with Brandon Julian here on 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time is now 10:12. It is time to talk some national news on this Tuesday. And we begin this morning in Washington, where Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin has made it official. The administration won't be turning President Trump's tax returns over to the Democratic-controlled House of Representatives, setting up now a likely legal battle. Mnuchin tells Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal in a letter yesterday that the committee the committee's requests, quote, lacks a legitimate legislative purpose. The move, which was expected, is now sure to set in motion a legal battle over Trump's tax returns. The chief options available to Democrats now are to subpoena the IRS for the returns or to file a lawsuit. Neal originally demanded access to Trump's tax returns in early April under a law that says the IRS to, quote, shall furnish the returns of any taxpayer to a handful of top executives, including the chair of the Tax Writing Ways and Means Committee. In other news this morning, not only is there a tax battle going on, but the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee now says that he has no choice but to begin proceedings to hold Attorney General William Barr in contempt of Congress. 
New York Democrat Gerald Nadler cites Barr's failure to comply with a subpoena to provide the full text of the special counsel's report on the Russia probe by yesterday's deadline. Nadler has scheduled a committee vote for tomorrow. Uh, the effort to hold Barr in contempt reflects the deepening rift between Democrats and President Trump's attorney general, who is accused by Democrats of spinning the results of Mueller's investigation to Trump's benefit. Uh, the committee says contempt proceedings could be postponed if Barr makes a, quote, good faith effort to resolve the dispute. A meeting between the Justice Department and committee staff committee staff is expected for today. WKRB News Times now 1015. The Justice Department's uh, their ability to charge minors for supporting terrorist groups has now been hampered by a 2018 Supreme Court decision. The ruling has forced federal prosecutors to hand off at least one such case to local authorities. The decision in a case unrelated to terrorism opened a loophole that couldn't allow young supporters of groups like the Islamic State to skate on charges from the federal government. The legal gap was highlighted by the case of Mateen Azizi Yarland, who was sentenced in a Texas state court last month after plotting an Islamic State-inspired shooting rampage. In most cases like this, federal prosecutors would have brought terrorism charges. Uh, but U.S. prosecutors in Texas didn't charge Azizi Yarland because he was 17 at the time and considered a minor under federal law. We'll be back with more national news coming up in just one minute. WKRB News Time is now 1016. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, what? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. WKRB News Time is now 1017. Out west in Denver, Colorado, voters there could make Denver the first U.S. city to decriminalize the use of philocybin, the psycho psychoactive, psychoactive substance in magic mushrooms. A citizen initiative on the ballot today has followed the same tack taken by cannabis activists in Denver to decriminalize pot possession back in 2005. Uh, the move was followed by statewide legalization back in 2012. Uh, CeeLo Cabin campaign organizers said that their only goal is to keep people out of jail for use or possession of the drug. Uh, they focus on people who believe CeeLo Kyben 
helps them cope with depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress, and other conditions. Uh, <clears throat> Celocabin has been outlawed in the U.S. since the 1960s, when it was widely seen as a recreational drug. Uh, researchers warned, though, it should only be used under medical supervision and can spark paranoia and anxiety. And finally, this morning, further west in San Francisco, uh, San Francisco is about to make brick and mortar retailers take cash as payment. If approved by the board of supervisors at a meeting today, San Francisco would join Philadelphia and New Jersey in banning a growing paperless practice that critics say discriminates against low income people who may not have access to credit cards. Cashless retailers are arguing that it's safer and more efficient not to handle cash. In many ways, the legislation is an easy call for San Francisco officials who are striving to make life more equitable in a city with an enormous wealth gap. Elected officials are passing bans after the rollout last year of cashless Amazon Go stores. The company has since agreed to accept cash at its stores, though it hasn't said when that will actually happen. We'll be back with a celebrity birthday for this day when the update with Brandon Julian for a Tuesday morning returns in just 60 seconds. <laughs> hey everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. From New York, where kids eat for free, this is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. This is the update. And it is time to talk about our celebrity birthdays. Rhythm and blues singer Thelma Houston is 76 years old. Actress Robin Strasser is 74. Singer and songwriter Bill Danoff is 73. And so is rock musician Bill Krutzman from Grateful Dead. Utah Governor Gary Herbert is 72. Rock musician Perry Prince is 69. Movie writer and director Amy Heckerling is 67. Actor Michael E. Knight is 60. Rock musician Phil Campbell from Motorhead is 58. <clears throat> Country musician uh, Rick Schnell Shell is 56. Rock singer and musician Chris O'Connor from Primitive Radio Gods is 54. Actress Tracy Lords is 51. Actor Morocco Omari is 49. Singer Eagle Eye Cherry is 48. Actor Brecken Meyer is 45. Rock musician Mac Helders from Arctic Monkeys is 33. 
Actress and comedian A.D. Bryant is 32. Actor Taylor Abrahamese is 28. Actor Alexander Ludwig is 27. And actress Dylan Gulia is 25. Those are the celebrity birthdays for this May the 7th. You may notice, you may know that summer is right around the corner. Memorial Day weekend is fast approaching. Well, Krispy Kreme is celebrating summer with three new inspired donuts. They'll sell key lime, strawberry, and pineapple donuts. We have a couple honorable mentions to tell you about when the update with Brandon Julian returns in just 60 seconds. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Did you miss a live edition of The Update? Be sure to check out the Update podcast. Get local national news, sports, an honorable mention, and more in 15 minutes or less. Search for the Update with Brandon Julian on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, check out the Extra Update after each show on Facebook Live and IGTV for a headline check and another look at the exclusive WKRB forecast. Welcome back to the update, Brandon Julian here. 90.3 WKRB. We're also streaming online, WKRB.org. Uh, our WKRB news time is now 1024. Just enough time for a couple of our honorable mentions for today. I said before the break that summer is fast approaching. It's literally right around the corner. Well, Krispy Kreme is noticing that, and... Uh, uh, they're celebrating with new three fruit-inspired donuts. Uh, starting May 6th, the chain will sell key lime, strawberry, and uh, pineapple donuts. Uh, <laughs> they can note to sell people, never keep uh, Snickers bars in your pockets. Uh, the summer fruit collection will be, sold, will be sold at participating locations until June 16th. Uh, if you want to find your store, go to www.crispycream.com. I could certainly do with a Krispy Kreme donut right about now. Uh, <laughs> uh, finally, this, uh, also this morning, uh, it's Teacher's Week. Not sure if you knew that, but it is Teacher's Week. Uh, and uh, many businesses are offering freebies and deals to celebrate it. Uh, the week aims to raise awareness on just how important teachers are. Now, some of these uh, offers are varying by location, so call ahead to confirm. Uh, at Arby's, 
Uh, some locations are giving teachers and school administrators with ID a free sandwich on Tuesday. For Chipotle, teachers, faculty, and other school staff with a valid school ID can take advantage of a buy one, get one free offer from 3 p.m. to close on Tuesday. The deal is on burritos, bowls, salads, and orders of tacos and for in-restaurant orders only and available for educators at all levels. Uh, let's see. Uh, for Apple, special education pricing on computers and other student products for students and educators. Uh, Barnes & Noble has 20 to 25% off publisher's list price on all purchases for classroom use. Banana Republic has 15% off full-priced in-store purchases with valid student or teacher ID. J. Crew is 15% off online purchases for teachers and students. And West Elm has 15% off your next purchase when you sign up with an ot- when a .edu email address. So... Get out there and take advantage of these deals if you're a teacher. It's one of the many ways we can say thanks for being in our lives. Uh, WKRB News Time is now 1027. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. A final check of our rail conditions. If you are heading out to the uh, the subways uh, right now, uh, you're, you're uh, I should say, uh, you're one, two, three, four, five, six trains on the San Island Railway. They have uh, midday. They have midday planned work on them. Southbound A trains are still slower speeds because of an ongoing signal problem near West uh, near West Fourth Street. Jamaica centerbound J trains are running at slower speeds near Myrtle Avenue while they install electrical wiring near that area. And your Main Street bound seven trains are delayed while they remove a train with mechanical problems from service at Metz Willits Point. For more in-depth information on your planned work trains, you can uh, check your customer information center at your local subway station under weekday work. Or you can visit mta.info. They have all the information up there as well. Uh, all the other subways that do not have planned work on them are running on or close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules there in effect today and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecast. We'll have a chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly late in the afternoon. Otherwise, partly sunny. Highs around 72. Tonight, we'll have a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy otherwise. Lows around 53. Tomorrow for your Wednesday, partly sunny. Highs are around 66. And then on Thursday, we'll have a chance of light rain, mainly in the afternoon, otherwise mostly cloudy, highs around 60. 58 degrees and cloudy right now, humidity 66%. The winds are currently calm. 58 degrees, we're going up to around 72 this afternoon. Uh, Our thought for today is from David Hume, a Scottish philosopher, born in 1711 and died in 1776. Our thought for today is... Be a philosopher, but amid all your philosophy, still be still a man. I'll let you guys ponder on that. As we say, in the words of Walter Cronkite, that's the way it is. Tuesday, May the 7th, 2019. That is the update on this Tuesday. I'm Brandon Julie. We appreciate you joining us. Hoping your news is good news. We're back tomorrow morning at 930 Uh, For all of us here at WKRB, thank you so much for joining us. 
carry around the umbrella for that rain chance late this afternoon. There's still a slight chance you might not even need it at all. And tomorrow, you might you won't need the umbrella because we'll have partly sunny skies. Thanks for joining us. And of course, as always, thanks for having us in for news.